The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello again, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Brocast Podcast. My name is Thomas, and sitting with me, as always, he's my bro, and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. Hello, everyone. It is me. It is he. It is I. It is me. Welcome back to the Brocast. I am Alan of the Brocast. Tom, how are you? Bro, I'm good, and I think we're both getting... Wait, you're this side. This way. You're over there. There we go. And uh, look, should we tell people we're actually wearing, guys... The broadcast T-shirt that we made circa, I think it was 2018, and uh, how's the fit for you, El? It's uh, it's snug. That's all I'll say. It's nice and snug. I'm a snuggly man in a very snug shirt. Um, I, I will not be standing up during this podcast, guys. Uh, it's uh, um. <clears throat> The future hasn't been good to me, and uh, especially when you're a very large gentleman and you wear a white shirt. Uh, yeah, you um, you remember why you don't wear white, and white black is a very slimming color. Uh, I believe you. I haven't worn white in many years. If it's white, yeah. it's like usually a jumpers over the top or a hoodie. Uh, mm-hmm. And I would say this top's a large, and I haven't been a large, I reckon, since probably... Ooh. Even before we had the t-shirt made, I reckon I should have gone on XL. And I think I only wore it once or twice, but we did do the show in person. This is an XL that you gifted me many, 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 many moons ago. And um, I haven't worn an XL in many, 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 many years. Uh, so thank you. I'm, I'm glad we're wearing it. We look like a couple of stooges right here and now. But, you know, it's your boy, it's the broadcast. Yeah, look above. Look in there, wearing their shirts, like a couple of jerk-offs. And uh, do you want to tell people why we're wearing the shirt? Oh, is this because I um, uh, I did say in last show that I was, well, it's the show before, sorry, that I was actually going to go and find the shirt. And um, 
was going to wear the shirt and I totally spaced on. I forgot that I was going to do it. Uh, so today, uh, as you follow me on Twitter, I actually found the the actual um, shirt and I said, the things I do for this podcast. And uh, yeah, I, I, I popped it on and I remember why I don't wear it very often. This might, I, I might retire the shirt uh, for this podcast after this one today. Uh, we'll just see how we go. Yes, and I think it comes down to when we made the shirt, it's like, oh, what should we have on the shirt? We've got to have our name. You know, let's put a red font, the broadcast podcast. Okay, let's put a picture. So I used an old app to make a headshot of both Alan and I. And it's like, okay, well, we probably need our socials. So let's chuck on Facebook, which we didn't really have, Twitter, and I thought we need Instagram. Wrote what I thought Instagram was spelt like. Uh, had the shirt produced and created, posted the shirt on Twitter years ago and had someone reply, you spelt Instagram wrong. I double-checked it and uh, they were right. I think I just wrote Instagram instead of just simply Instagram. So, uh, yeah. yeah. You didn't need yeah. to add the A. You wrote Instagram. Like an Instagram. Can I get an Instagram, please? Thank you, sir. Blessed, no, I think blessed. I actually added the. Let me pull it up. Actually, I think I added the. No, it was an R. It's meant to be I N S T A G R A M, but I added mm -hmm. an R after the T. So it almost looked like start, like in startgram. So, hmm. Australian primary school learnt. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Australian high school special help. I got I went to the advanced classes. Yes. <laughs> high school graduate from primary school to high school. Instagram. I love I that you know. also I, I, I just assumed it was that. No, no, because I've noticed that we've got iTunes and SoundCloud. Do, do people yeah. still use SoundCloud? Just uh, still do uh, like rappers do. Uh, I mean, I, I I never used really SoundCloud before. I think I might have once when I did my own little sort of um, solo show. Um, I can't even remember the life of me what it was called. Um, well, SoundCloud but, yeah, was like the house of where you did low cut. You also did yeah. a podcast with that one guy. Was your old show? That's the I one. Used to help, yeah, I used to help you produce that. My old podcast used to be on there, but SoundCloud's more of like music, as you just said. Like people yeah. release songs and put you can download my song and you know check it out this way. But I haven't used SoundCloud in like probably four years, four or five years. Mm. So yeah. But the only thing we're noticing on the shirt too is the the Twitter. The Twitter is still very much mm. alive. Um, we don't have a tick. Uh, we're not going to get a tick. Are we going to get a tick? It's up to you. You you run that bad boy. I don't. So Do you yeah. have to pay for a tick, or is it is it free? You you have to pay for a tick. Oh, do you need to pay for a tick? Right. So okay. So yeah. that we won't be doing that. Uh, we won't be no. getting the tick. In regards yeah. to our Twitter guys, it's actually the broadcast. That's T H E B R O K A S T. Our socials include. Castbox, Castro, Apple iTunes, Podbean, wherever you download your podcast, you should be able to find us. 
I'm trying to get us on Spotify because I noticed when I went searching for us, we actually appear three times on Spotify, uh, but it's like three separate broadcast accounts that I've probably made over the years, but they're not current. Okay. Like one stops at like Ninja Turtles, then another one gets up to like 2020, and then another one's even a year behind. So I've got to like delete the old ones to have a fresh place for our Spotify. But uh, yeah, that's who we are, guys. And once again, we're on the Universal Wrestling Podcast YouTube page. Our debut episode, Al. We've got some nice big downloads, both on the UW Pod page and also the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Uh, any comments about last time's episode? Ah, uh, very cool. Um, I never thought that um, in our days of doing this podcast uh, that you and I would be uh, meeting up with people that generally will be helping us and trying to get our views up. And just to know that, you know, it's actually like we're, we're booming. And a friend of ours actually said in our wrestling chat, he actually came up on his screen there we were on the actual youtube and he says uh as soon as i'm finished at the gym i'm going to go home i'm going to put this podcast on and i'm going to watch the randy orton cactus jack match and you guys will be my commentary and when i was absolutely wrapped i was like what no way and he's like no legit man i uh, so, i'm going to do that i was like that's that's cool that's very very cool so yeah exciting times Mm. And we just actually had a catch-up. Alan met Nick for the first time from the UW pod. I'm yet to meet Keith, the co-host of them, but you guys can check him out on the Universal Wrestling Podcast on YouTube and on Twitter. So, again, all of the broadcast video content will be exclusively to the UW pod page and then audio content wherever you get your podcast, you can check us out there. Uh, now, we're on our road to WWE Backlash. As Alan just said, we covered a Backlash match a couple of weeks ago. We went mm -hmm. back and watched Randy Orton versus Cactus Jack, a, a brutal match. Uh, any comments from that last match, Al? Common, uh, it's a, it's a favourite, and uh, I haven't watched it in quite a long time, but then that night when you, you and I watched it together, I remember why uh, it's such a good match because it was just brutal. Uh, Randy Orton just wearing trunks and boots cactus jack wearing sort of a black underlay of clothing just covering he cover himself up so you know if he was to fall and do that tax spot uh it doesn't look as brutal but when you see bare flesh with little pins inside and uh you just like you cringe you're like oh dude you know he's hardcore he's hardcore so definitely yes good match yeah, it was definitely brutal. Again, Randy Orton, one of my favorites, all the best. I hope he can make a return. And, you know, talking about something that returned recently, guys, if you tuned into WWE Raw a number of weeks ago, Triple H came out with the old-fashioned sheet with something being covered, and he pulls off the sheet, and we have a new WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, what's your views on that one, Al? I like it it's mm. it was very exciting times um it takes me back to many years ago where the undisputed title was introduced and it was like wow we're getting a new belt um it reminds me of big gold it shows that triple h is a a fan and a, a, a and a fan just like us 
but also a lover of belts as well too and a fan of flair because i think if you look at big gold from wcw days you instantly think of rick flair so and again there was his mentor he was his friend they worked together in the ring they worked outside the ring uh they had some of brutal matches together against each other um but it, it it reminds me of big gold and it just makes me think that in the future when uh the pay-per-view clash of champions um oh no sorry is it clash of champions or was it um night of champions night of champions sorry i went wcw all times there uh, uh was it night of champions in saudi arabia uh, we're going to get a new champion. And I look at a belt like that and sort of how it's got an old school pristine to it. Um, it might be Cody winning the title. Okay. Well, that's probably my so, next question was, who's maybe your top three that okay. you think will win it? And how do you think they're going to crown a champion? Do you think it'll be a tournament, eight-man, like deadly game? And it'll happen over the night or do you think that it might be a tournament over raw and smackdown to eventually have a final at the pay-per-view both mm, i think okay. we'll see we'll see during the beginning of may leading up to it we'll have like uh the, what they did the, the the deadly game tournaments you know they mm. had like sort of qualifying matches on, on raw or on heat because this is the time when smackdown wasn't around during uh, 98 of the Deadly Games tournament. Uh, so, and then when it comes to the Night of Champions, then these matches are going to be put in through the night. And then at the end of the night, it's going to be the main event, the championship. Mm. And who are your so, top three that you're thinking? You said Cody was one. Who's another Cody, one, you reckon? Cody is one. Seth is the other and i'm hoping he's returning and that is big e okay nice very nice yeah so I'd like to see yeah uh make he to make a return i don't know if he's physically ready or if he's uh like you know if he's if he can yet but it'd mm. be fantastic to see him so my the, the three dudes i have but i see cody getting the w but leading up to it it's going to be a lot of fun even if that might be the main event for that night is seth and cody again we've seen it before we know that there's been interviews that seth has come out many times and said that he and cody don't get along and it's like well just sort of reminds me of like dusty and flair back in the mm. day they didn't they didn't they they kept kayfabe, you know, on, on many many things. But did they really get along behind the camera? There's been different stories. You watch some of the old uh, Jim Crocker promotions uh, shows, and oh, oh, I'm like talking about the studio shows. And you watch like most nights, Flair would come out, cut a promo, it'd just be on fire. Then Dusty would come out, fifteen minutes later, cut another fire one, right shots back. Flair would come back out, still got more fire on him. Then Dusty would come out. And then next minute, you know, there's certain wrestling going on in the ring. But these guys would be having all the promo time because they're just trying to one-up each other. So, yeah, those two could possibly be in the main event, and I'd like to see that. 
Mm, that's awesome. What's your uh, take on the look of the belt? Do you like the version? Do you wish it was the big gold, or you're happy with like what people are calling uh, big gold version two? You know, with the big uh, WWEW in the middle. Well, that's what it is. It's basically mm. it's a time. It's a 2003 uh, belt that we're getting a new championship belt. That is something different. Um, it does sort of remind me of the AD, AEW title a little bit. But it is, like you said, uh, big gold to uh, 2.0. Yeah. Because you and can't bring it actually, back. Um, well, that's the funny thing. I had people saying, no, nah, I don't like it. Bring back the old one. The old one was actually retired, though. Like, it was actually retired back in 2013 when it was world champion Cena against WWE champion Orton in a TLC. Yes. And that's when yes. Orton had both belts. But, he, but they were called still, it was the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. But I believe it was in, oh, might have been 2014, when Lesnar beat Cena at SummerSlam and had the two belts, the authority gave him one belt, like a few weeks later. And so the big gold disappeared completely, and the big mm -hmm. old you know, WWE Championship, that became the main title. But I like it. It's different. It's probably going to grow on me, but it's at the moment I'm like, cool, something a bit different. You probably noticed on our Twitter on the day that they announced it, I put up a bit of a tweet saying, uh, who is going to win the new WWE World Weight Championship? Wrong answers only. And Wrong I want to use this only. time just to go through some of the uh, the people that we got. Could I do that for you, El? Please do. Please do. So I kicked off with Heidenreich. That was <laughs> my yeah, person. I saw that. Coming down there. We had uh, El, Ger El Generico was another person put that up. Saw that. We had Glacier. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, I think you put up Goldberg. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which uh, is... Sm Smackin' at Raw put up um, Mordecai when he was... Uh, I think what was his old gimmick when he was with the new breed? It was Kevin Thorne. Kevin, Kevin Thorne with Ariel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Vampire Lady, yes, please. You back? Yeah. You froze. Nah, it's all right. The recording keeps going even if you lose internet, so all good. Oh, that's it? Okay. So I had the Shockmaster, Kevin Federline, the Hurricane, mm -hmm. <laughs> Daniel mm -hmm. Bryan, and lucky last, I had David Arquette, a couple oh. of other ones, Mr. Kennedy, I had Alex Wright, I had Doink the Clown, Snitsky. Mm. Another Doink the Clown, Eugene. <laughs> I even oh. had uh, Santina Morella was also uh, put on there as well. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Mm. So I uh, thank well, you, everyone, there for putting in your suggestions. Yes, I appreciate everyone jumping in on that and having a bit of fun with us. I um, When I put Goldberg's one up, I didn't really think well, – I, I thought it said, you're next. And I thought this would be kind of fun. And then I realized after posting it and I was going to delete it, it was like, you're last. And I was like, 
I made a mistake. I'm going to keep that though. So yeah, I've just made that publicly. I did not mean to post that uh, particular gift of Mr. Goldberg. Um, but yeah, you're last. <laughs> Was that against the Undertaker? I wonder. Mania when he nearly killed him. I actually think it might have been. Yeah, that was from what Super Showdown, eh? Yeah, mm, we should do bad. that one one day. I don't have five hours to spare. I'd rather kill myself if we're going to do that one. Not the whole I'm show, a... just that match. Oh, that... Yeah, I forget that. that um, still have a bit of PSD, PTSD when it comes to you working with you. It's like, hey, Al, do you want to do a six-hour show? I'm like. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't want to sit on my ass for the next six hours and watch wrestling. You know, it was like, mm. no, no, we've got half an hour. Cool, let's do that. Let's but it's funny that you think about it like man. it's funny because you think we used to crank out like three hour shows, like sometimes mm. four hours, because we would do like a prediction show and then do like a whole companion. Like I think our SummerSlam was like nearly four and a half hours, nearly five. That was, I was going to say the nineteen ninety eight SummerSlam is mm. one of the longest shows I've ever been part of and uh, with any of the podcasts I've ever been on. And I, mind you, I've done like streams like that on Twitch that lasted very long, like, but not to the extent of nearly, it's nearly a five hour show. Cause again, we talk a lot of shit. That's what we do best. It's good times. It's good times, yes, very good. What again? Well, I have a question for you. What happened yes. to the beard? Oh, I was waiting for you to ask me about that. Yeah. No, I just got. I was getting irritated the other day. I got myself a a, a zip up jacket, and as I was zipping it up, my beard got caught in the zip. Why don't you and tie it, was stuck it up like or something? That, and then and then I couldn't actually get my beard out of the zip. I had to oh. get my wife to help me, and she goes, "Maybe just give it a light trim." I'm like, "Yeah, maybe." And do you know the thing when you're shaving, you're like, oh, yeah, a bit more, a bit more. And I'm like, oh, damn it, it's not going on right. Next thing you know, I'm like, I'll just leave it the way it is. I'm not going to keep going because I'll end up stuffing it up and just have a mustache left. So, yeah. Okay. Understandable. All right. Well, good on you. Um, It just recently took me back to a scene in The Simpsons where Ralph gets his ear earring caught um, uh, onto his shirt. And I just I would love to have seen that. I really next time I see your missus, I'm gonna ask her and go, dear, why did you uh not take said photo of brother caught with beard in zipper? And hopefully she have an answer it for hurt. it. It hurt. Definitely hurt. Yeah. And pussy. Hey, 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 hey. Enough of that. Let's get started on yeah. the show. What do you reckon? After twenty two Man up. Man up. Easy. All right. Well, guys, we, we're on the way to Backlash, as I said about 10 minutes ago. We're going to be doing another Backlash match, uh, and we decided to go back to a year that I really enjoy. It's something that I go back and reminisce and actually watch a lot. And the year that we're talking about is 2002, and we're going to be watching the main event of Backlash 2002, which was, L. could you tell people? It is Triple H. He is at this time the champion, and he is taking on Hollywood Hulk Hogan. H H H takes on H H H. That's right, guys. We are doing that match. Where young become old. 
Well, well sorry, I interrupted you then. Sorry. When Young Become Old, uh, I believe it was a Creed song that was the lead up, as was the theme song for this pay per view. Which is funny because on the actual binge stream that you can watch it on, it doesn't even feature that song. They've taken it out. Of course they have. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think uh, Creed really associate anything with um, with uh, WWE anymore. So. Yes, it's a very generic song they play. It's like they've taken half the video package out. It only goes for like 60 seconds. It's very, very short. Because it's like, how did Hogan even get the title shot? It's like they don't even show you all the background. It's like there's some generic song when they go face to face and you're like, ah, okay. All right, I used to like that, but right. Okay, next time. All right, so before we actually hit play, as we do each and every episode, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. All right, guys, we are back. Alan, could you give us our countdown? All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to watch this match with your boys, us, Tom and Alan of the Broadcast, in five, four, three, two, one. And thinking at this time, didn't he actually have Voodoo Child? Or have they changed yes, it as well? No, no, yeah. yeah, no, you can sort of tell by the lights. Um, the flickering, mm. it's the, and you, if you watch people in the crowd, and if you listen to Fink, Fink doesn't even sound, that's Fink and the Shio right there. Yeah, it's very similar when they did the it, Global <laughs> Warning Tour down here. Remember when they did that thing where the audio was all done after the fact, and you can tell yeah. it was too piped in, it just didn't sound right. Hulk Hogan. And you actually met this man, didn't you? I did. I did mm. back in 2015. It was a glorious day. It was. I'm not going to lie. I absolutely loved it. Sat mm. in, uh was in line with my son uh, for quite a while. My son was only at that time six months old. And we got to meet the immortal Hulk Hogan dressed it like this. In all in this garb. And meeting Jim, uh, Jimmy Hart afterwards was fantastic as well, too. Beautiful time. So how did you hear about it? Like, was it WWE or was it done separately? Uh, it was WWE. Yeah, they were promoting a show that was coming down. It was, I think it was, yeah, WWE Live. Um, ah, yeah. And it was a show that was coming out about six months down the line. So basically, he was it 
down in a local area, not too far from where I used to live. Mm. And uh, it was at a, um, I believe it was a JP Hi-Fi. So pretty much a JP Hi-Fi for people out there who don't know what it is. It's like a place where you can get DVDs, videos, um, lots of high-tech stuff. Pretty much, you know, and you can even buy a fridge that talks to you, a washing machine that talks to you. So basically it's like an appliance store, but with different varieties of things. And I learned that he was going to be there. So I went down and the idea, the plan was that if you came in to this actual particular store, you had to buy one WWE DVD mm-hmm. and that puts you into a, uh, a spot. That would be your spot specifically to meet Hogan in a couple of weeks time. So as soon oh. as I heard that, I drove down there as quickly as I could and I picked up WrestleMania. What was the one? It started off with he, Rock, and Austin. It was um, WrestleMania 30. Yes, WrestleMania 30. I picked up WrestleMania 30, and um, I brought that and I took that home with me, and that was the DVD I had. And when nice. I got to meet Hogan, he signed that actual DVD, and of on himself, which was very mm. cool. Now, if I ever get to meet Austin or The Rock uh, in the future, mm. don't think I ever will. I'll get them to sign along on their faces on that actual cover of the DVD. I've actually got your picture of Hogan on my, on WhatsApp, I think, in our chat group. It's actually in mm. our group. It's one of your display pictures. It's yeah. one of my favorites. It looks jacked there as well. Man's enormous. Absolutely mm. enormous. This here is my favorite shot. Look at that. I love this shot. With like Hogan standing behind Triple H, it's something you don't really see because usually when Hunter does that spot, the camera's central on him, you know, yep. what he's doing in the ring. Where having Hogan placed there, it's like this. I just love the idea. It's like this this next challenge is right there, standing right behind you. Yeah, the um the lights uh focus mm. uh mainly more on Hogan's uh bleach goatee. So when he's under doing that shot, the only thing you really see is the hmm. the uh, the goatee of Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Look at Triple H here too. Like this is like you know fresh from his injury, he's come back completely jacked up. You know, won the Royal Rumble, defeats Chris Jericho at WrestleMania, what, and then Canada. You know, yep. becomes the undisputed champion. And again, you know, talking about a new belt, this championship belt here is actually one of my favorites. You know, it only yeah. had it for a couple of years, um, but it's one of my favorite championships of the of the time period. And Very Super cool. Tan as well. Super Tan. I was going to say, the only, <laughs> uh, only person in that ring right now is um, talking to your shoulder. Uh, Brian Heb- uh, Earl Hebner uh, is not tanned. He's not tanned enough. He's the sting of WCW of 98. He just wasn't like, tanned enough, Tom. It's sting even crazy That's looking why at get this. The title. Yes. Like, to think even a year earlier than this, like, this wasn't even a possibility. Like, the no. previous year, Triple H was just about to be, get injured. He was actually injured, I think, in that tag team match, teaming up with Stone Cold. And yeah. Hulk Hogan wasn't even in the company. No. Like, a year ago, Hogan was getting checks, you know, from Time Warner and then eventually came in with the NWO in November of that year. I oh, know in um, February of that year. 
at No Way Out 2002. And so it's crazy to think how a company can change, you know, in every passing huge. year. Huge. Absolutely mm. huge. Two jacked up dudes here. Mm, they are. Even Hogan looks good for his age as well. Because he was in his 40s years, uh, wasn't he? Yeah, I believe so. And I think one of the things you and I touched on in the previous show was, you know, before Hogan came back with the NWO, he actually had a return tryout match, a dark match against Rikishi on the Hell Show circuit. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah, and it was actually and... Hollywood Hogan, like with the black trunks with the lightning bolt, so it was black the, bandana. The, yeah. the heel. Yeah. Against Keish. Yeah, on the SmackDown Hell Show circuit. Jerry Lawyer and uh, JR is our uh, is our commentary team tonight for this uh, main event. It's kind of weird hearing JR and King talk about Hogan um, mm. for such a while because later on in a couple of years' time, Hogan would go over to SmackDown and have a program with Vince McMahon and all that jazz. And um, you normally hear Michael Cole and, you know, and Taz talking about it. Yeah, Hulk Hogan, you know, he's got to do fantastic things here, Cole. And these guys are bashing into each other. It's kind of similar to the Warrior, isn't it? Warrior Hogan, WrestleMania. Yeah, similar spot. Yep. But he also did this with Vince. Remember when we covered the Vince match from WrestleMania 19, they had a similar spot like this too. Going back and watching that a couple of weeks ago was fan-friggin-tastic. Mm. Um, and how much offense Hogan got in that match? Mm. Well, Hogan should have done that. Was well. his knees. It's a classic. Hogan should mm. be on his knees, and he starts doing the head shake, just like what um, <laughs> Warrior did. We've done that match too, guys. We've been doing this for a while. Look, even at this time, like I remember I would have been about 17, and I maybe 16 years old at this time, and I'm like, it's one of your favorites, you know, Hulk Hogan, Triple H, one of my favorites facing off. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yep, Triple H is champion. He's going to have this belt for a year. I'm like, he's going to have the belt for a long time. He's going to take on all the challenges. And this is the time period where, like, the Universal or the Undisputed title changed hands, like, almost every month there was a new champ. It just kept going. Yeah, <clears throat> like to think you would have had Taker, Rock, Brock, Big Show, Kurt Angle. All of them would have won the belt this year, and it's one of those years where it was like the transition and championship belt for a number of months. It was kind of fun. It was kind of actually, mm. you know, it's something that hopefully in the future, like we were just discussing about half an hour ago, uh, what will happen next when this new title is introduced. Um, the new heavyweight championship in WWE. Hopefully it will be defended more than the actual mm. other universal titles uh, will be. That's totally understandable what um, what they're doing with Roman Reigns and the program that he's doing as well too. And the, 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 the stuff that that man's been through, it's understandable. Mm. But uh, again, we are ready for a time for... A title to be a title that's going to be on TV more, on pay per view more, and maybe exchanged a lot more too. Mm. So. Well, I heard on the uh, Busted Open Radio, uh, 
Bully Ray and Mark Henry had a deep dive into that. They want it to be the workhorse championship belt, a belt that's going to be defended every week on whatever a brand yep. it's on. It's going to be in a main yep. event spot all the time, pushing new stars. It's interesting because, you know, there's also some rumors I've seen online, you know, possibly around a brand split, but separate pay-per-views again. So that way, you know, the world title can have its main spot on a brand and then the WWE Championship can have its main spot on its brand with two separate pay-per-view events. And then they can double up with these premier live events yeah, and have this old, you know, this warfare oh, between the Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah. It's old days. It's SmackDown yeah. v Raw. Hell, um, I mean, I don't mind the, the game at all, but give us... Um, Raw versus SmackDown 2024. Mm. Throwing it out there now. Do yeah. it. I want to say it. Well, it's interesting because it's like 20 years ago, the brand split was heavily active. You know, Huge. you had the two world champions. You had, you know, people switching brands. You had the draft lottery and stuff like that happening. And Triple H, you know, in the ownership role now, was really trying to go back and do things that work. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what it looks like with Roman around what belt he keeps does he get a new belt like an undisputed championship belt or something like that but Ooh. i like the idea of you know separate brand pay-per-views it gives stars more time to be on a on a pay-per-view instead of having seven matches you'll have two you know seven match pay-per-views that could be coming up yep definitely yeah and these chops another choke spot there we saw hogan uh sorry uh oh here we go easy now Remember that joke we used to say that, like, even as a face, Hogan was quite heelish? Oh, he did a lot of heel tendencies. Yeah. Like the like choking the... and the, like, not listening to the referee. I'm like, are you a good guy I, or a bad guy? Eye gouge, scratch on the back. You know, oh. he did a lot of kind of heelish things. Oh, oh, that was nice. People yeah, wearing the Hogan up, shirts. We covered that first Ooh. Nitro where he took on Bossman. And most of the match, you're like, is Bossman the good guy? Because Hogan's like scratching him. He's putting him in the corner, these 10 punches. He's ignoring the referee. He's almost shoving the referee. And mm -hmm. it's like, you're meant to be the good guy. You're meant to be the champion. Mm -mm. Even that. Yeah. Just bashing his head against the post. Yeah, no. Just... So that's who it was. It was Vince McMahon that named Hulk Hogan the number one contender. Jesus. Yeah, I there. think it was in the promo that, yeah, Vince announces it, but it was not like a contender match or anything like that. I think Chris oh. Jericho was annoyed because Jericho wanted the title rematch because he had an opportunity, I believe. I think it was well, either on now. the draft. I think it was the draft night uh, where easy it was Chris, Chris Jericho and Stephanie took on Triple Splat. H in a two-on-one uh, for the title belt. Oh, uh, yeah. And there was a pedigree spot. Oh, uh, yeah. And um, mm. it's a bit of a, yeah, there was an, uh, I think there was you an wanna, upskirt. You, you want to do that I was about or... to. No, shut up. All right. Be <laughs> quiet. I'm trying to do a spot here. And you're like, hey, do you want to do it now, Adam? There was a, um, yeah, I think it was like an upskirt shot. It's not allowed on the network anymore. Or was it an upskirt? The girls fell out, in other words. Was it? I thought it was. I don't. Oh, the boobers fell out, did they? Mm. Well, she would have been bounced back. It would have been fine. 
because what was the previous what so wrestlemania what was that that was rock and hogan which we've also done <laughs> just from memory we did that that was mm-hmm. like our third or fourth wrestling companion mm-hmm. um and that's when what they decided really on the fly yep hogan's a good guy guys get go get the yellow and red <laughs> we're changing it up we get rid of the black and white nwo's turning on him hogan's going face something i think i saw nash actually talked about that on um on his show uh about yeah that that was on the fly it was just like yeah go out there he's he listens to the crowd we got a better rear spot no we're always going to launch him yeet he's such a good sell hunter yeah heard him with a cradle yeah, no. Hogan using wrestling? Never. What's that? People say what he's matched against Enoki. Well, man, he put on a five-star classic. Why doesn't he do that in the States? And it's like, well, mostly it was Enoki that was doing it, telling yeah. Hogan what we're going to do with drop toe hold spots. And plus Enoki says, uh, tells you something, you, you damn right, you listen. And talking about Anoki, I went back and watched the uh, what collision. RKO. What the hell? Why are voices in my head? They understand. They come to me. Uh, they Hogan talk to me. A, Hogan with a cutter. Yeah, more right. of a Diamond <clears throat> Dallas type of cut, uh, cutter. Yeah, as I was saying, yeah, with uh, yeah. the the collision in Korea, just a crazy like just the whole episodes just makes you go wow you know different parts of the world are so unique with their culture um, and also how restricted you know they are of content you know like limiting what people can access on a phone device or a computer um yeah. but to think they had what a hundred and what fifty thousand people there both nights and they were told you have to be there they didn't want to be there you would be shot or punished if you didn't come to the show I know it's crazy. Hey, mm. um, that is actually a really good um, Dark Side of the Ring uh, episode, isn't it? Just yeah. how, just how again, again, I've traveled to that other side of the world. I have, um, I haven't been to Korea, but I have been to China, and it's very much um, similar. Similarities are very much the same. Mm. You listen to the government. You, you go out of line, you disappear, and then you reappear, and you change your tone very quickly. So, hmm. I was going to say, how did you go? <laughs> I, I I kept my mouth quiet. I knew, because especially going over there, I was I kept my mouth quiet because I knew I, I'm not in this. This is not Australia. I can't hmm. voice my opinion here, and if I do, I'm done. And then when I was over there, I found out I was going to be a, be a father. So I shut the hell up. I know my place in the world and I'm going to, if I'm going to say something, I'm going to come home and say it and I'm going mm. to get on, you know, or get on here and talk. But over there, be quiet. Mm. Just keep, you know, keep your head down and don't say anything. Well, it's like that scene that, what is it they say in the show where when the, they landed in Japan you know, Ric Flair gets off the, the jet and gets on his knees in his $1,000 suit and kisses the ground. Like, to be so yeah, thankful comes, that this is yeah. more tolerant of me than over there. Just crazy. Yeah. yeah, when he comes back from, yeah, 
um mm. to the united states it's uh yeah it's um i pretty much did, did a very similar thing when we got back from australia i um i, I didn't kiss the ground but i was just <laughs> i was happy to be home mm. mind you i had a fantastic time when i was in china there was that's the that's just like a minuscule of one thing that we had to be careful of but i visited temples and met great people i ate so much food it was delicious it was fantastic tried so many different types of food i drank so much beer i've always been a big beer drinker but asian beer it's like water they say the beer is a lot safer than the water than that's over there so mm. i said okay and they do it with the long necks too none of the small stuff none of the you know i just having that that was fantastic oh no geez, never got never good. gone there would love to go there one day i like asia i've been to indonesia and japan but i would love to go to somewhere like china or hong kong or vietnam eventually once the the world starts to kind of get its back on its feet but now that's my dream one day very cool very cool oh cerebral assassin attacking the leg that heavy brace too this is uh like this must be killing hogan too because mm. this is a um hogan match is always quite short yeah and he's wrestling triple h where this time and he's always going to be known as the dude that if he's in the main event spot he's going to have the longest match on the card yeah, it's almost that Hogan spent more time posing than actually wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Because we're nearly 20 minutes in, and that's including the entrances. So That's right. That's right. Yeah, and it's mostly Hunter leading the way. But this is it's a good idea around, you know, breaking Hogan down. Going for a figure four? Nope. Oh. Well, here's a question for you. Hogan heel or Hogan face? Which one was your favorite? I found them both very entertaining. Hmm. Hogan face, especially during the eighties, when you go back and watch the old videos, it was very much eat your vitamins, say your prayers, drink your milk, be good. Uh, and it, it was things that, it, as a young person, you sort of wanted to hear that. You know, here we go, figure four time, hear the woos. Um, but Hogan as a heel was entertaining as hell because he stuff in WCW was funny like he would come out he would get his absolute ass whooped the night before at the pay-per-view and then he would come out on nitro and flat out lie and go i you know last night i absolutely destroyed sting he couldn't stand me anymore i was too strong for him like motherfucker you lost you you (laughs) you got the pin you got pinned mm. and lost the title or you know you you went for the title and you didn't get it. so that was entertaining that was funny um hunter doing a bit of a heel spot here mm, desperate pulling a page pulling a uh, page out of flair's book very cool yeah i think as um, you were saying those old nitros used to always be like hogan and bischoff for like 15 minutes of the or the 20 minutes of the opening part of nitro of a two-hour show was just them cutting a promo about no, macho and, man or sting or luger or giant yeah um 
Bischoff was his little lackey boy. Mm. And he goes, oh, yes, please, Hogan. I believe everything you say. He just, everything he t- he spoke about, he just, you know, he couldn't help himself. It was so, it was funny times. Mm. Oh. Indian, reverse Indian death lock right there. See, for me, I didn't even know Face Hogan. Like you think when we got okay. into watching wrestling in 98, the Hogan that I knew was NWO Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. I wasn't watching, you know, the all-American, you know, eat your vitamins, say a prayers Hogan. I was this black beard, yellow goatee, spray painting people, putting NWO on people's backs, covering the belt. That's the Hogan I knew. Mm. And then once I started to be able to watch the old stuff, I'm like, oh, wait, he was a good guy. Oh, okay. So he was actually in the WWF in the past and then went back yep. and watched his old matches. And we've covered a few of the old ones. I think we did uh, Hogan Taker from what this Tuesday in Texas. Yes. We covered one of his Survivor Series matches back in 1990, I think, with a uh, Warrior and Hogan winning there when he was champion. And yeah, I enjoy heel Hogan. I think he's good on the mic. TNA Hogan was, wasn't really one of my best. I was watching it religiously when he was there. Okay. But uh, yeah, probably more of a fan of the 90s, like late 90s Hogan, as opposed to the later time. Fighting back here. Here we go. Hogan with a suplex. Wee, look out. With a back body drop. And touching on also Dark Side of the Ring, I watched uh, the Hogan Steroid Trials. That's a good episode as well. I enjoy that one. It is. It's. um, Mm. I remember, like being in school, especially down here in Australia, and then telling people, "Oh, you know, oh, you watch wrestling? You know it's fake, right?" I'm like, Mm. "Yeah, I know that. You know they do drugs, right?" I'm like, "You know what?" Yeah, steroids. I had no idea what the fuck steroids were. No, they don't. Uh, <laughs> they don't. Uh, I had no. I never argued. Oh, big yeah. boots. Hang on, hang on. Well, he does it. But it didn't even get a count. Jer- Jericho. <laughs> oh, Jericho there. attacks the ref. Steel chair in hand. Oh, he got that arm. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Now, did Jericho have a match this night? Do you know? Well, this is that funny thing that always seems to happen when a champion would lose at Mania. They don't have a program oh, God. like after the show. So yeah. Jericho came out and cut a promo and demanded to be on the show and wanting to have a match. Yep. But he's trying to get Triple H to win because he wants to beat him for the belt to get yes. it back. Yeah. Oh, face plant. We're going for the clothesline. Up and over. Kick Jericho out. He is gone. Goes back to Hogan. Oh. Look at the crowd, too. (laughs) When you realize, here we go. Yeah. It never gets old. Never gets old. You... Pointing the finger. Oh, I never thought you'd see this Hogan and Triple H doing this spot here too. Yeah. They're so different personalities, but such a good, they actually work well together. Yes. 
Oh, he missed it. Love the camera flash as well then, too. Oh, yes. Mm. Here we go. Put him up. Pedigree time. Pedigree. Time for the pedigree. And he does take a pretty good pedigree. I'll give Hogan that. That's he excellent. did well there. Mm. Yes. Referee, awake. <laughs> <laughs> Just not a good night. Him. Not a good night to be referee Earl Hebner. Mm. This is a nasty shot. Oh, shit. Yep. Got his head up. And let's focus on the Undertaker. He's going to do the sheer, sheer, sheer. This is pretty cool. Drags him over to him, though. And I love Hogan's reply straight away. Nah, I'm not having it. Look at that. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Oh, you son of a bitch. Boom. Boom. Even this clash of styles, too. Like, this isn't Dead Man Taker. Like, this is uh, American Badass Boom. Taker. That's There's it. the leg drop. Where's Earl? We got wow. a new champion. We have a I new remember, champion. I remember just looking at you in this moment going, mm -hmm. what? What? He just won the... No! Like, I, mean, I was actually yeah. so angry because yeah. I was so positive Hana, you know, winning at WrestleMania. I'm like, no way he's going to drop it to Hogan. Look at Big Evil with a smirk on his face. Mm. Well, I believe the co-main event before this was uh, Taker Stone Cold with Ric Flair as the referee. There's the match referee. And that was the winner of that would get a title shot at Judgment Day. Yep. Yeah. That's and right. And Taker won because I think he took Austin's leg off the rope and Flair didn't see Austin's foot go on the rope and counted the three. And that's how, yeah, Taker gets his title shot against uh, Hogan at Judgment Day. That's right. And Flair at one time like sort of ha teamed um, with the NWO. Yeah, well, he joined them yeah. a few weeks later. He turned yeah, heel, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, I don't know <laughs> what Flair yeah. against the Flair as part of the NWO. Oh, here we go, Hunter. Look at that. Look at it running into his eyes, all down his yeah. face. Yeah. Yes. He's so jacked up, Triple. Look at Jack. He's got like look at his shoulders. Muscles on top of muscles, jacked up, strong ass necks. I was gonna say, look at us, Al, in our TBK tops. Like, you do it, do the pose too, like this. Do it with me, Al. No, no, okay. Well, it's embarrassing. No. Come on, oh. there we go. Oh, yeah, well, I'm not being a buck. Oh. Let's do the bucks. Ready, ready, this way, this way, go, 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 this way. Oh, Al, this way, there we go. There's a new gift for us. And there's the handshake. You're the man. No, you're the man. Look at Hunter just stomp away. <laughs> just <laughs> Undertaker. Your ass is grass, and I'm gonna smoke it. Oh, just crazy. I could not believe that. I'm like Hogan's first championship win in what since like 1993, I think it was. Yeah, nine years as uh, so... yeah. JR said at the beginning of the match. Mm, which was what, Mania 9, when he came out and beat Yoko. Mm. Yoko beat uh, Brett, and then um, Hogan beat 
Are you okay? Didn't he have a black eye or something as well, didn't he, Hogan? Yes, yeah. sir. Yep. Right. Had a bit of a shiner. Hmm. Hanging out the beach with uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake and probably a weed transaction got wrong and uh, <laughs> got popped in the eye. I was going to make a horrible joke about taking a boat to the face, but um, Brutus Beefcake already did that first. Yeah. That's terrible. There I, I apologize for that. American. Hogan must pose. Hogan must pose. Well, there we go, Al. Any uh, final comments on that one? Fantastic. Always going back. Always fun going back and watching that uh, particular match right there from Backlash 2002 with uh, Hulk Hogan, HHH versus Triple H. HHH. So just before we finish up, guys, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. Are you tired of being lied to every day by the mainstream media? Do you want to know what's really going on in the world? Do you want to make up your own mind about things and not be told what to think or say? Then listen to Inconclusive Breakdown, a weekly anti-PC look at the world of entertainment and current events brought to you without censorship or filters. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, BitChute, and on ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. And also, we're a proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. What's up, folks? It's your boy, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Ray, inviting all of you to check out the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Join us as we cover all things current in the world of pro wrestling, as well as paying homage to the old school, the squared circle. So listen in and find out why we are the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. Find us on all social media platforms and anywhere you get your podcast from. And as always, we are the proudest members of the Shining Wizards Network and Rant Entertainment Media. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out RogueEnergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with the analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit TriumphChairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee develop coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers creative developers and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee and lucky last is victoriouseyewear.com so victorious eyewear developed blue white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused visiting uh, victoriouseyewear.com and use the promo code bro247 at checkout gets you 10% off so again shout out there to victorious eyewear player one coffee Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, 
Luxy.com and Rogue Energy. All right, guys, we are back and we're at the tail end of episode 158 of the Broadcast Podcast. In regards to our show, you can download all episodes down the bottom here on our Instagram and our Twitter, all of our socials, episodes on Podbean, Apple iTunes, Castro, CastBox, and Spotify. Alan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me right down here too. That's uh, Alan Ross 84 TBK. And I am on Twitch, so you can also find me on there as Roscoe Boss. Uh, sorry, TTV Roscoe Bosco eighty four, and I'm on the the TikTok. That's Roscoe underscore Bosco eighty four. That's where you can find me. Very nice. Any closing comments out before we finish up? Oh, thanks for a great show. It's it's going well. We're we're on the YouTube's and we're doing uh, fantastically. I believe with, uh, with this new partnership that we've joined. So I'm really looking forward to more and more excellent stuff to come. Now that's awesome. So once again, thank you to Nick and Keith and the Universal Wrestling Podcast and also the Bloodline Entertainment Network. As we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening all. Good night. guys thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment that reminds me because yeah. i did a similar thing for fallout when uh, the newest yes. fallout 4 came out <laughs> my partner picked it up and mm. she went out and she actually got like the prize thing you actually yep. got like a uh, a device that you can use for it on your phone so you can look up everything like ben 10 uh, yes <laughs> just like ben 10 it's a pit boy <laughs> shut the fuck up and move on um got nothing to say <laughs> i don't actually be quiet yep uh, so she got all this stuff and then she sat down, created herself in the game mm. and then went, I, I can't do the controllers. Like she full freaked out and she goes, I can't do this. I can't do this. And pushed the control and, and then gave it to me. I was like, oh. well, you don't want to play anymore, do you? Seven hours no, later. No, just this big like, no, <laughs> no, just pretty much. It. She goes, I don't want to play this. I just went, all right, quit. And I created myself and I played it. You going to bed? Oh, yeah, she would. Yes, okay. Yeah, she knew. Yeah. You're playing Fallout? And I go, yeah. yeah. She's playing me? No, I'm playing with myself. <laughs> I'll play with myself. shot eyes. Oh. Chips everywhere, crumbs on the chin. Look, just I'm not like you. What? I don't do that. I yeah. respect my house. Oh, come on. Lord. Yeah, it does. It's just get a little lawnmower. Not lawnmower, a little uh, vacuum Dust cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> or a sweeper to sweep up the crumbs. I don't do that in my house, okay? Oh. If I'm going to eat... Ding, ding, ding. Miguel... <laughs> Francois, chips on the ground, mate. Oh, to clean them up, please. Mm. Yes, you will. How's the game going? Don't talk to me while I'm playing. Very well, sir. <laughs> what do you think of my apron? Miguel. Uh, Francois. He just wears an apron, this fellow. Sweaty.
Just Miguel with an apron. That's it. Sweaty. 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 Uh, Would you, you like me to grab the crumbs on your neck, Alan? Yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate. I fucking hate when you think you try to do me uh, as a voice. Yeah, don't yeah. do voices because okay. I don't do that. I don't go, hey, mate. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the two years I've been fucking doing the voices, so get used to it, mate. Fucking do something about <laughs> Al. Hey, Al. Yeah. 